Welcome to the True Girl Momcast, where we'll learn a lot, laugh a lot, and have biblical conversation about raising daughters. Because the struggle is real. But guess what? You, my friend, are not alone. Do your daughter's eyes glaze over when prayer is happening? It's important to teach her that prayer is powerful, no matter how she feels. That's what today's episode is all about. We're building up prayer warriors in our homes who believe in God's power, even when their emotions don't line up with the truth of his character. Now I have something very exciting to share with you. You need to stick around to the end because Dana will be giving us an inside peek of her newest book set to release in February. You don't want to miss it. Also, today you'll hear why Dana and I are both feeling very fluffy. And Janet drops a truth bomb from her amazing dad that you don't want to miss. Let's dive in. Hey guys! Hey, good to see you. It's good to see Shana. you, Anna, Shani. You're both so pretty in front of me right now. Mm-hmm. I wish everyone listening could see your beautiful faces Aww. and your fluffy outfits. Yeah, yes. We we both went with a faux fur today. Did you not get the memo? I did yeah, not. Well, mm-hmm. well, my coat's flop faux fur, fluffler, 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 fluffler. What's the French way of saying faux fur? Isn't faux a French word anyway? It is. Anyway, uh, <laughs> don't say fox. You look. <laughs> That's a good that's a good word. We could probably end the podcast on that. It's not pronounced fox fur. Mm -hmm. It's faux fur. Well (laughs) thank God I'm teaching about prayer today because apparently we need it. Um, But I asked you guys to come prepared with one of your favorite prayer quotes. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. like a quote about prayer, someone famous, not famous, something Mm -hmm. that stuck out to you. Who wants to go first? Oh, can I go first? Can I Yes, Shani, go first. Well, I have a couple, but one is by a famous person named Anonymous. Um, (laughs) So many good quotes from Anonymous. And it's something I mean, I'd hear all the time, but I was like, oh, there is no, this this specific quote isn't attributed to anyone in particular. They could be famous. They just missed that boat. Yeah. Yeah. And now they're Anonymous. Um, And it's do do not make prayer a monologue, make it a conversation. Mm. Right? Like we're not just going to God and running down our list of the things and just talking at him. Take a breath. Breathe, sit, listen, listen for his voice Mm -hmm. and let it be a conversation. I was like, oh, yeah, I need that reminder every now and then. Mm. And also, I recently heard Donna Van Leer. Mm. um, That's my friend. Dear Mm -hmm. to Dana's heart, of course, and ours Mm -hmm. as well. She said, help is a prayer. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And that hit me. Remember? I've, I've used that one like, before. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. I was like, you're right. Yeah, it is. Just right. one word. Yeah. But it's a prayer. God yeah. has help. I was, so, I was driving I was a 15-passenger van in college. I was volunteering to drive a group of students uh-huh. to something in the winter. And oh. the ice icy conditions that slid out of... I just screamed, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I did. Yeah. And it, I was not taking the Lord's name in vain. I was just like, it was a question. You. Like, do you, yeah. like Hello. Yeah. do you see this? Hello. Do you see this? I was screaming that out too. Yeah. <laughs> Those one word prayers are generally very heartfelt. He hears them. Mm-hmm. He hears Dana, them. are your quotes also by Anonymous? No, he didn't <laughs> say know? my things. When, when I saw the word favorite and prayer in the same sentence, I thought of a book by E.M. Bounds called Power Through Prayer. I love this book. Mm. Like I read it about once a year. And he says one thing in there that just is so poignant. He says, prayers outlive the lives of those who uttered them. Wow. Mm. Yeah. That's, I want that to be true of me. What was that again? Are you that again? Prayers outlive 
the lives of those who uttered them. Like the impact of your help today, mm-hmm. when you cry out help or when you cry out Jesus, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have no idea the chain reaction that's going to have the for ripple. generations mm-hmm. to come. Mm-hmm. Wow. So yeah. good. So yeah. good. And you know what else is so good? Mm-hmm. Janet Milan's teaching of the word. I'm ready. I am always ready. <laughs> oh, listen, inclined ears. Cause... So, mm-hmm. you know, we all confessed before we came in here that we, none of us ate healthy lunches. Mm-hmm. We had from McDonald's to bad pizza <laughs> and other things in between. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So some nourishment of the spirit would be just the thing we need to balance right. that out. Although nothing beats a double cheeseburger with extra pickles from McDonald's. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's all about the extra it pickles. It did look kind of good. Yeah, it, it was. Did. And she came in with it in her hand like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> like it was something fancy. Yeah. <laughs> Faux. <laughs> you know, I did want to tell you one of my favorite prayer quotes too. It's actually from one of my superhero people I look up to in my life. My dad, Mm. Jerry Harding, he actually travels and speaks with Advancing Native Missions, which was a ministry partner with Revolver Hearts for the True Woman Conference this Mm. past year, whatever that was. But he, it's from, he kind of rephrased Hebrews 11.1, the verse about faith. And Mm -hmm. he says, faith is looking at the invisible and seeing something. Mm. And I have that written in my Bible. And I think about that with prayer. Like, I'm just going to look at the invisible and see something with eyes of faith and, and knowing who God is. And, mm, yeah. and so I love that. So good. so good. Yeah. Well, while I was writing the scripture snack, mm-hmm. there's something people may not know about our office location. It's not in a swanky high rise apartment building necessarily. It is not. Right. Bit. Not that we're high rise kind of people anyway. Right. right? <laughs> we are actually right beside the Holstein Association building. (laughs) Right? (laughs) And actually, that's the view from my office window. I look out and I see the people come and go, the Holstein Association. Do they look exactly like I think they do? Do they have cowboy boots on? No. Jeans? Mm -hmm. No. Oh. Mm. (laughs) Just going in in and out. And sometimes they have potluck dinners and I watch them bring their dishes in. (laughs) Quite frequently, actually. I kind of want to go hang out with them (laughs) in the Holstein Association building. But on the day I was kind of formulating this teaching, there was a crew of Amish men working to replace the roof shingles and like the connected pieces and things on mm-hmm. the Holstein Association building. I saw mm-hmm. them up there. Yeah. This episode sponsored by the Holstein Association. <laughs> <laughs> Not true. Uh, <laughs> although if they wanted to, that would be fine. Mm-hmm. But in order for these uh, this work crew to do that, they had to demol- like demolish the old roof first. Not the whole roof, but yeah. take all the shingles off and all the you know connecting things and all that. And the tools they used were so specific, mm. really piercing to the task at hand. I was just watching them. I was also getting work done, but it was a nice kind of like just stare out the window and watch what they're doing and they had these tools that were designed for those specific kinds of tasks Mm -hmm. which i wouldn't even think about because i'm probably never going to take shingles off a roof but like the drill the hammer the hatchet the saws the different kinds of tools they had none of them would work without the workers picking them up and applying them Mm. right so that's that's probably maybe a no-brainer illustration for prayer but sometimes we need those reminders, those no-brainer yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know, reminders of about prayer and the different tools that God's given us. So keep mm-hmm. that in mind, Shani, if you could please read Hebrews 4.12. Sure. For the word of God is living and effective and sharper than any double-edged sword, penetrating as far as the separation of soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It is able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Mm-hmm. And Dana, why don't you go ahead and read us Ephesians six fourteen through 18. Sure, I'd love to. Stand therefore with truth like a belt around your waist, righteousness like armor on your chest, and your feet sandaled with readiness for the 
gospel of peace. In every situation, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Pray at all times in the Spirit with every prayer and request, and stay alert with all perseverance and intercession for all the saints. Now, I'm not implying that the Word of God needs us in order to be powerful, okay? But I am saying that Ephesians 6 and, and Hebrews 4.12 make sense. The verses you just read make sense. It's logical that God has given us tools to demolish strongholds, like it says in 2 Corinthians 10. Just like the work crew, was, they were given tools to demolish, right? And it's logical to me that God has given us tools to demolish strongholds. That makes sense. He's a good father and he supplies us with what we need. It's also logical that a tool is only effective in our battles if we use it, mm -hmm. right? So if it's good. just laying there, nothing mm -hmm. happens. But something can really get in the way of using those tools, especially for our girls, mm -hmm. emotions. Mm -hmm. And we talk about this, we could just, we pretty much bang this drum all day and all night yeah. because it's true. Emotions get in the way of every human really walking in faith and they can just really get in the way, distract us from really mm -hmm. pressing into truth. And one of the best ways we can teach our daughters to pray when their emotions don't line up is to teach them how to pray God's word. So mm -hmm. if you're listening, you're a True Girl subscriber, you probably already opened the Power Packed Prayer box. <laughs> We're kicking the year off with a mom-daughter date. It's a great activity for teaching your daughter how to pray scripture. So we go into detail on that mom-daughter date. If you're not a subscriber, you can still get the box while supplies last, and there's a link in the show notes for that. And what I mean by teaching your daughter how to pray scripture is, like, in case that's new to you, it's just you take a Bible verse and you kind of reword it into a prayer. You're not rewording it into some kind of a magic sentence or anything like that. You're basically taking the truth of God's word and just speaking it out in prayer. So for example, I might pray the power packed prayer subscription box theme verse, which was Isaiah 55, 10 through 11, like this. I might say, God, thank you that when you sent out your word, it always produces fruit. I stand on the truth that your word will accomplish all you want it to, and it will prosper everywhere you send it. So we're just taking scripture and praying it out. Like I said, you can learn how to do that with your daughter in the subscription box, mom-daughter date. Now, as you two read at the beginning of the scripture snack with those two scriptures, we know that the word of God and prayer are mighty mm -hmm. supernatural tools in gaining victory over, over the enemy, right? We're all in agreement about that. Yes. And God invites us to use those tools no matter how we feel. Mm -hmm. We need to have faith that prayer and his word are supernaturally powerful, even if we don't feel like reading scripture or speaking mm -hmm. out scripture in our prayers and consistently giving things over to the Lord. Do you ever, I, I know the answer to this, but some people might be listening to us and think, well, you mm -hmm. guys always feel mm -hmm. that God's power is real or that uh. scripture's power. But do you ever have times when you're just kind of like saying the truth, even though your emotions are like feeling a whole different way? Yeah. Absolutely. There's two times, I say there's two times I desperately need to pray. One is when it just kind of erupts out of me in response to my awareness of God or something mm -hmm. I see him doing or just worshiping him because of creation. Mm -hmm. And the other time I desperately need to pray is when I absolutely don't feel like yeah. praying. <laughs> Those yep. are the two times it matters most in my life. Mm -hmm. Although according to this verse, it says pray without ceasing. So it matters all, all the time. time. All the time. <laughs> but those are the two times when I feel like I have to prompt myself to be aware of the need. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I, I have often a phrase I say when it comes to really any spiritual discipline is mm -hmm. this even and especially. Mm -hmm. So pray even and especially when you don't feel like it. Worship even and especially when you don't feel like it. Right. Yep. Be kind even and especially or draw your kids close even, even and, especially and especially when you want to push them away. That <laughs> right, even and especially thing yeah. to me is big. And I think that's what you're talking about, Dana. I have those times too 
And sometimes those are whole long seasons, if I'm being honest. I've Mm -hmm. had people recently say, man, I just have a season where I'm just not feeling Mm -hmm. any of it. And Mm -hmm. that's hard. But we still have to walk in obedience, believing who God is. Mm -hmm. So, But here's a problem for a lot of our girls and for us, honestly. And it doesn't just apply to superhero movies. There are other movies, but superhero movies are a good example because there seems to be like emotion connected to a hero's power, Mm -hmm. right? Like they feel energy leave them. Hulk gets angry and then he smashes things, mm-hmm. right? Wonder Woman feels the strength of who she is and then she's up in the air and she destroys the bad guy, right? Mm-hmm. We see these things and we think like, oh, when something's powerful, it's, I'm going to feel it. Mm-hmm. And that's where that comes from. Mm-hmm. And that can be kind of a dangerous way, especially when we're talking about faith and prayer and all of these things, and the disciplines mm-hmm. of the faith. We can't make them think or can't train ourselves to think that, our emotions are always going to speak truth to us about the power of God or the power right. of prayer, mm-hmm. right? So we have to be careful because it can train our girls and us to think that God's supernatural power comes when we feel it coming. Mm-hmm. But it's much, much deeper and much more intimate than mm-hmm. that. Power-packed prayer truly stems from knowing who our Father truly is and believing it no matter what. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. So moms listening, if you're wondering, maybe for an example of how you're taught to teach your girls this whole concept, I have maybe a, a picture that might help. So let's say your daughter needs to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. And at this point, she needs someone to drive her. She's not driving yet. Her dad can drive her. So she asks her dad to drive her. Mm-hmm. All right. So her feelings about her dad, whether she likes him that day or not, because <laughs> that can happen mm-hmm. or whatever she's feeling or thinking Those feelings do not affect her dad's ability to drive one bit. Mm, Yeah, which you'll be you'll be thankful for when your daughter's a teenager. Praise the Lord. (laughs) My (laughs) my sixteen year old just got her license on Saturday, and so I'm like, yay! Mm -hmm. Um, But that's like just a picture of you. We trust people's character all the time, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Even if um, you know, Shanny, you're having a bad day and you're just being cold to me, (laughs) which happens all All the time. time. All the time. I know the character. character who you are <laughs> right. and and i can rest in that or dana like right. that's how friendship is that's how relationships are yeah and that's like we trust our parents the mm-hmm. girls trust our parents to do to do things all the time because mm-hmm. of who they are and in that instance is the girl's knowledge about her father that gives her the peace to sit in the car you know so it's so interesting um and it's it's great actually to to hear this analogy i um i knew someone who used to say you know you spell Trust, T-I-M-E. You're spending uh-huh. the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like we try to encourage our kids to spend time in the word because that's how you store that word up in your heart, right? We're supposed mm-hmm. to have the word in our heart because you're going to have those times where either it's an emotional moment or even when someone's saying something to you mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, wait, if you don't already know the mm-hmm. answer to that, like mm-hmm. you can actually like mm-hmm. veer away, you know, mm-hmm. or... Um, respond in in the wrong way or or Mm -hmm. what have you, or go by what they're saying, even if it's incorrect, Mm -hmm. because you didn't already have the knowledge about it. But the only way is to spend that time. You're spending time in the Word and gathering it up, (laughs) right? Right. So you have something to pull on. You know the character of God because you've spent time in His Word. You know exactly Mm -hmm. who He is, and you can pull on that. 
yeah. even in emotional times, right? Right. Absolutely. And I know I'm obviously a big fan of True Girl because that's what I do. <laughs> but Dana, that's Love what I've True always Girl. loved about you and the content you've created and that we now create for girls is we're mm-hmm. saying these girls are not too young yeah. no. to dive into the word and understand who God is. They're just not too young. There's no age limit yeah. on God's word. There's some things they may not understand till later. Sure. But that's <laughs> same with me. I've got yeah. things I'm still waiting to understand in God's word. It's an amazing treasure. Yeah. Yeah. That we keep and in a lot out. of ways, they haven't been through some life experiences that create presuppositions that aren't true or that create barriers mm-hmm. between them and God. So right. I love watching a young woman get into God's word when she's like eight or nine years old. Those girls come up with such rich, meaty truths yeah. Yeah. To, to, for me to devour and, yeah. and, and process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. And I love that we, you know, that's what we do. We just like take them to deep places in God's word so that they can mm-hmm. learn who their father is. Yeah. So they can have the peace. To sit in his power even when they don't feel it. It's a beautiful to, picture. To believe it. I have so. a friend who always says, there is no junior Holy Spirit. That's right. <laughs> you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. junior Great Commission. Or junior Great Commission. Or like any of that stuff. Like any age. Yeah. Well, it's the beginning of the year when you're listening to this, most likely, unless you listen later on, but we're, you know, releasing this beginning of the year, you likely have a list of things you want to do differently in 2023. Like, do you guys have a couple things you want to do yeah, we're not going to call them resolutions, but things that we want to do differently. Yeah. Some shifts. Yes. Yeah. Right. Or some yeah. some intentional focus. Right. Yes. I agree. Um, so I'm not going to give listeners, listen, I'm not going to give you a complicated long action step today. All right. You've got your 2023 list that you yeah. maybe you're working on. <laughs> I have one and only one thing I want you to do. It's really simple and very, very powerful. All I want you to do is this. Sometime after you listen to this podcast, have your daughter get her Bible, you get your Bible, sit down together and write this one sentence somewhere large in the beginning of your Bible. Here's the sentence. I will pray God's word because it is true and powerful, no matter how I feel. Mm. I will pray God's word because it is true and powerful, no matter how I feel. Now, if you're funny about writing your Bible or you don't like to do that or it's a special you know, place, that's fine. You can put a piece of paper in the front of your Bible or whatever. Yeah. But the point is that when you or your girl are struggling with feeling like prayer isn't doing anything, you can point each other to that sentence in your Bibles and say it out loud. Mm. Imagine if you're struggling and your daughter opened your Bible and said, Mom, let's pray God's word because it is true and powerful no matter how you feel. Mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. then it'd be an amazing awesome. thing to have with each other to hold yeah. each other accountable mm-hmm. to that like yeah it's good it is good wow now as i shared earlier our theme scripture passage for the january box is isaiah 55 10 through 11 and here's what it says i just want to read it to you the rain and snow come down from the heavens and stay on the ground to water the earth they cause the grain to grow producing seed for the farmer and bread for the hungry it is the same with my word I send it out and it always produces fruit. It will accomplish all I want it to, and it will prosper everywhere I send it. And it's true. His word will accomplish what God wants it to do. So let's speak it out when we pray and teach our girls to do the same, no matter what our feelings are telling us. That is so, so good. That is actually one of my favorite passages in Scripture, as I love to remember that I can trust the Word to be powerful and effective the way the, words, the, the, the Word says it is mm-hmm. powerful and effective. I um, was just thinking, as you were reading that, a verse that's been 
a whole passage that's been super effective and accomplished what God set it out to do for me was Psalm 7, which is a passage of Psalm that I use to pray when I'm having conflict with someone. Because it basically says, hey, God, do you see what they've done to me? If they've done something wrong, can you take care of it? Mm Because I'm not capable of. Mm -hmm. But if I have done something wrong, show me. Mm -hmm. Let me fall into my own folly here. And it it just kind of neutralizes my responsibility because I don't. Mm. And what happens as I pray it, if I'm having conflict with someone, is that the Lord fixes my heart. Yeah. He fixes my heart. Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping, because my heart's being changed, that these prayers I'm praying are also having efficacy in that other person. I may or may not know it. Sometimes I do know it if they're close to me. But that's the kind of thing we want your daughter to see and experience. And Mm -hmm. I guess I'm wondering, I love this concept. It's so powerful. And it's a powerful that I need as a a mother, Mm -hmm. as a grandmother, as a child of God. What are some practical ways, though, that we can really just prime the pump for our daughters to even want to pray? Because mm-hmm. they, they're all going to be in various places. Some mm-hmm. of them are maybe seven years old, and they really don't have much of a prayer life. Some of them are maybe 12 years old, and they've been learning. They're in a different stage. So what are some things that have worked for you as you mentor your daughters in this? I mean, I can, like, something that we do is we practice praying. Mm. We just practice talking to God. And it's something that we were like, okay, we have to be intentional about it, right? So for a couple of years, we, on the way to school, because that's what works for us, mm-hmm. you know, in the mornings. On the go. He's there in with the car, you. whether Ephraim's driving mm-hmm. or I'm driving them, um, they take turns. Like, who prayed yesterday? Okay. They take turns and they'll pray for the morning. They'll pray, um, Love it. you know, for the day. But then they have to say who they're praying for afterwards. So <laughs> Judah will be like, I'm praying for, you know, and then he'll start off and whoever he's praying for, I'm praying <laughs> for Miss Dana today, you know, and they'll um, do that. But it's come to the point now, even if, you know, like mom and dad in a, in a mad rush trying to get them to school and we forget to say, you know, okay, who's going to pray? Like before we get to their school, one of them will be like, hey, we didn't pray. Uh-huh. And, I love that. you know, That's then great. they'll do it with each other. So yeah. um, just Practicing doing it. So it's, road. it's just a thing that you do. Right. Yeah. And the more you practice, the more you'll become proficient. Right. I'm still practicing. Yeah. There are kinds of prayer, experiences in prayer that mm-hmm. I'm still wanting to master. Mm-hmm. So I'm still practicing. I love that. Janet, mm-hmm. what about you? Uh, well, two things come to my mind. Um, I remember way back when Lucy, my daughter, who's going to turn 22 in mm-hmm. you know, a few months or so, we were going through one of the uh, Secret Keeper Girl ate great dates at the time before we became True Girl. And one of those activities was to listen to God, like mm. to listen and about something. I don't remember what it was specifically, but we said so we're doing the date and I'm like, okay, we're going to take some time to just like listen to God. Mm-hmm. And I remember like I look at her and she's just looking off into the world. She's <laughs> in my mind, she can't possibly be listening to God because she's <laughs> looking all over the place and moving around and whatever. And I was like, oh, this is going to be a bust. Like, it's terrible. They <laughs> say it out loud. But afterwards, she was like, oh, I saw, she saw this beautiful picture of in her mind of her and Jesus. And it was totally in line with scripture mm. and it was amazing. And I was like, oh. Mm. So I think um, that's one of the things I remember is to let my kids pray. Like they pray. That, that's, mm, that's actually one of the things that came to mind when I was thinking of, mm-hmm. of practical advice is don't stifle their faith right. when they pray. You know, there were uh, one of my daughters, Lexi, 
she was always saying in Jesus name amen <laughs> and she would she would say it on the end of audacious prayers mm-hmm. not like going to school and i'm praying for miss Shani prayers these right. were um, our flight is supposed to leave from australia from our big family vacation that my mom and dad took us on she doesn't feel ready to go and so she's like jesus Please delay our flight by one day. In mm-hmm. Jesus' name, amen. You know, these are the kinds of things. And you're like, you know, a mom, you want to rise up and go, baby, that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Well, we get to the airport. They call for our flight number. They say, hey, um, we're looking for volunteers. We're going to give you a $1,200 per passenger credit. We're going to put you up in a hotel Love in it. the city and steak dinners for everyone. Yes. And my daughter looks at us. She goes, that's what I asked Jesus. <laughs> and we're like, <laughs> all right. So we stayed another night in Australia. All the time. Right. And honestly, yeah. it wasn't that great of a night because, you know, we like got an airport hotel and we got a bad steak dinner. Right. But Listen, I mean, the $1,200 credits were pretty awesome. But yeah. my point is this, like, if that's what's on their heart, mm-hmm. you talk, use the word practice praying, mm-hmm. right? The Lord is also training them. The Holy Spirit is training them. Mm-hmm. And I've found in my own life, sometimes He trains me with simple things that maybe don't matter that much, mm-hmm. but they're training me how to hear His voice, how mm-hmm. to read His voice, how to know when I hear His voice, and it's for me to continue praying or to tell someone, hey, yeah. I felt like God would have me share this with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't stifle whatever the Holy Spirit's right. doing in their hearts and lives. That's right. Good. The other thing that comes to my mind is similar to what Shani was saying, but it's this idea of just spontaneous in the moment prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, just yeah. like we don't have to be kneeling necessarily right. and with our heads bowed. There's time for that for sure. Mm-hmm. But it's it's just recognizing that God is actually with us throughout our day mm-hmm. and we can communicate to him all the time. So that might be like we see like they just know I'm big on sunsets and I'm always like, thank mm-hmm. you, Lord, for painting that sunset for us. And yeah. they have that in their head. Or we see an ambulance pulled off the side of a car accident, just immediately out loud. Lord, we pray that you would protect people, heal people, mm-hmm. you know, praying into that situation that we don't know or anything like that. Just spontaneously in the moment, communicating with God as if he's right there with yeah. us. And that's something we've we've just kind of naturally done mm-hmm. over the years with our kids. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I think teaching like our or kind of walking our children through prayer can help our faith. Um, and I I know I used to have, you know, fear just around, oh gosh, what if they pray for something and it doesn't happen? Right. But that's, that's not <laughs> like for me, you know, that's mm-hmm. not my responsibility to make the thing happen. I'm telling him, you know, to pray to God, we're trying to teach them to. That's part of the training process. Because right. sometimes right. he says no. Right. Or sometimes he and, says wait. And that's, that I think was so key for us because we realized, well, first of all, wait, where is our faith? You know, it, like, are we mm-hmm. believing for this thing as well? Are we c- right. like kind of bringing our children alongside us when yeah. we're praying our da- audacious prayers, you yeah, know, and right. are we stifling their audacious mm-hmm. prayers? Mm-hmm. Um, but then also, yeah, he's not genie in a bottle. This is not that. Right. <laughs> so right. guiding them through that when the answer is not what you yeah. want to get and to. And that's part of the training, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think probably the most important thing we can do is continue to keep ourselves in the hands of the Holy Spirit as mm. he teaches us to pray. Um, growing in our own ability to pray and our children seeing that, watching Mm -hmm. that, I think it's one of the greatest gifts you can give them. My mother has given me that gift. Mm -hmm. And I know that she prays for me every day. There are times when she texts me, hey, uh, God really just put it on my heart to pray for you. And it is always 
mm-hmm. when there is a cry in my heart to God. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't know anything about what's going on, but the Holy Spirit gives her intuition. Mm-hmm. Some people think of it as intuition, but I think it's really discernment, prophecy, or whatever the case may be. She's aware of it. And me knowing the strength of that in her makes me want to be like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no doubt, like you guys are both saying, that the faith of our moms affect us and our daughters growing in faith is also, it's also going to affect us. We can grow in faith with our daughters. We can mm-hmm. grow together in our faith. And moms, if you're listening, you're like, I don't even know if I have faith to pray. Be encouraged because you can grow in faith too. You don't mm-hmm. don't walk in shame or think you're unqualified to take your daughter through a journey towards faith and believing in the power of prayer. Mm-hmm. You are her mom and you can journey on this together. So our faiths can grow along with our daughters. And that's a really powerful and beautiful thing. Join us next month as we talk about how to nurture growth and connection in your relationship with your daughter. And don't forget to subscribe to the True Girl Momcast so you don't miss an episode. And of course, tell a friend because we definitely don't want any mom to feel like she is all alone in this mothering journey. Does your daughter ever say things like, I don't really understand how to pray or I don't know what to pray? You're going to love the theme for our January subscription box, Power Packed Prayer. Your daughter can create a cozy prayer corner using cute twinkly snowflake lights and she'll look 100% huggable in her fluffy earmuffs. And you can sip on the hot cocoa as you both spend time learning how to pray God's word on your mom-daughter date. And what's a new year without a new calendar? We've designed the world's cutest wall calendar that not only has animal photos that will have your daughter ooing and eyeing, but it introduces a scripture prayer to focus on for each month. I can't think of a better way to kick off 2023 than to help our girls learn how to pray God's word. Subscribe today at mytruegirl.com slash subscription or at the link in our show notes. There's still time to get the Power Pack prayer box while supplies last. True Girl has a really, really exciting 2023 planned. We've got parenting workshops, a global live stream of the True Girl Pajama Party Tour, some special events for our ministry partners, including our monthly True Girl Nation friends. And Dana, you are releasing two books, two books in 2023. Yeah. The Mary Bible Study for Tween Girls will be released later in 2023. And mm-hmm. your newest book is coming out really soon, February 7th. Can you tell us a little snippet about Happily Even After? Sure. Well, basically, I guess the short version is I'm married to a man who has fought a hard battle with lust and pornography and is winning. He is winning. He is my hero. Um, And, well, it wasn't and isn't always easy. It's not an easy battle. I decided early on that I didn't want to be a wife that fought with my husband about this. I wanted to fight for him and beside him Mm -hmm. so that I could be a part of him winning the battle. That really wasn't easy. We didn't know who to trust, who to ask for help, who to tell, what to tell, when to tell, when not to tell. It just felt really lonely at times. But along the way, God provided just the right people and just the right scriptural tools. And we really discovered what we're calling six essential beliefs that every marriage needs if they're really going to survive pornography and lust. When lust, porn, sexual sin is a heartache in your marriage, you need the right tools. And it really is a heartache in a lot of marriages. About 64% of Christian men say they struggle. So Bob and I decided together that we wanted to share what we learned. So you can learn more about Happily Even After and pre-order the book at Amazon.com. And if you're on our True Girl email list, 
we're going to send an invite out very soon for you to be a part of a behind-the-scenes launch team. So be sure your name and email is on that list. You can go to mytruegirl.com and scroll down to where it says, join a community of moms who are raising their girls in truth. And that's where you give us your email address to be included in all of our communication. That includes all that great stuff that you just spoke about a moment ago, Janet. That is awesome, Dana. We are so excited and trusting God's going to use this in a mighty, mighty way. Mm, Thanks.